Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Antonio Sabata Jr., congressional candidate, California CD26, joins me. One of, if not the first celebrities to jump on the Trump train. We're going to talk about California, failed economic policies, voter ID, Maxine Waters, and he's got a message for his Democratic opponent. Don't come back to the district because we don't want you here. Stay tuned. Hey, welcome back to Liberty and Cocktails with Carl Higby. I'm joined by a special person today, Antonio Sabato. Did I say that right? That's right. All right, cool. Yeah. So Antonio Sabato, Thank I appreciate you. you coming on. Yeah, my pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. It's, uh, it's a great time in America, and it's certainly a great time in Ventura County, California. We're doing some good stuff. Yeah, so you're running for Congress in uh, CD26, is it? Yep. Perfect. How's that going? Yep, in Ventura County, District 26. Yeah, we've been, uh, it's been great. You know, I, I've been campaigning for over a year now, so I'm very excited. This is the last uh, 90 days, and uh, we get it in, uh, in the bank, and when uh, we get somebody to represent Ventura County the right way, uh, who's proud to be to be here, to be around the community, because that th- this is my place. This is where I live. I've been here for 15, you know, 16 years now. So uh, I'm very proud to say that I that I belong, and I'm I'm, I'm from here, from Ventura County. How'd you get into politics, man? I mean, it just seems like uh, you know, you were you were in showbiz, and I mean, what what, what brought you there? Well, you know, I, I was campaigning for the president. I was the first celebrity to come out uh, openly and supporting our president from day one. Uh, I was ridiculed. I was blacklisted from Hollywood. And then as soon as I came back from Cleveland, when I spoke at the RNC, um, yeah, I was completely blacklisted from uh, anything to do with Hollywood. You know, I, it was incredible to me. I, I had never experienced that before in my life. My family did, you know, because they escaped communism and, and the Nazis in World War II. Uh, but uh, to see it here in America was, uh, was something else. And um, it was a wake-up call. And uh, I don't want to be bullied. That was a sign of bullying, and uh, you know we got to stand up for America, and we got to do more for our country, for our people. And so I, I stood up, and I was asked by the Republican Party what I consider something to do with politics, and uh, I never really considered it before. But this is not about me. This is not about me joining and becoming a politician. This is about helping my community. It's about getting representatives who support uh, America and uh, support our military, our veterans, and our, our police officers, and. Uh, you know, there's there's people in Sacramento and there's people in, in Washington D.C. who uh, have taken advantage of the American people for so long, especially my community. Uh, we haven't had a leader here in a long time, and uh, like I said, I've been campaigning for a year, uh, putting Ventura County on the map. I'm proud of that. Everybody in the country knows about Ventura County now, which they never had before. Well, it's not just north uh, of L.A., right? Yeah, You're it's true. north of L.A. It's right behind Malibu, and uh, it's a beautiful county, but. You know, uh, the liberals here in California are trying to destroy everything about it. And uh, I'm not going to stand for that. My kids go to school here. They were born here. Uh, you know, and so I, we got to do more. And I'm going to do everything I can to protect it and the community standing up behind me because we don't want socialism. We don't want communism in, uh, in Ventura County or anywhere else in America. But we got to do one county at a time. Nice. Well, so I got to ask, what, what was your take on the whole split California into three different states? What was your take on that one? I'm very much against it. I mean, it's already one problem, and then you're gonna you're gonna divide it in three more problems. <laughs> one problem. You know, listen, they spend they spend seven hundred million dollars a year on uh, homelessness in Los Angeles. Wow. We have the biggest, the most homeless people living on the streets. Over ten thousand people in tents. It's okay to be homeless now, and they promote it that way, and it's not. I'm hmm. gonna do everything I can to take people off the streets, 
We have to do this. You know, I, I go to the shelters. I go to the, I hang out with the homeless people. I hang out with the police officers. I take pride in what I do. So I've been, I've been spending a lot of time in learning about what is going on. And the, the program, there's more programs, more money, and there's more people living on the street. It's unacceptable. I don't want anybody to live on the streets in Ventura County and say, well, it's impossible. Well, it's not impossible. It's not right. It's, we shouldn't have human beings living on the street and be okay with it. You know, there's a mentally ill. We need to put them in hospitals and rehabilitation centers, which we don't have. And then people that are out of job, out of work, uh, or they're being left behind, we got to put them back yeah. to work. Well, we've seen that. Live on this. We, yeah, we've seen actually. There's What's more. That? There's more jobs available yeah. now than there are uh, people to fill them. So right. there, there, there is opportunity yeah. there. I don't know if it's in your in your county or district, but I mean, President Trump is, is fifty percent approval rating as of today by Rasmussen, which, by the way, was the most accurate yeah. poll in the last election. Yeah, you know, I mean, right. But right. how do you do it in your district? Well, we do it by, you know, we have to do, business is really having a hard time coming here because California is pushing people away with regulation, over-regulating everything. Uh, I'm okay with regulation, but we have to cut those regulations in half. Mm-hmm. We have to make businesses more available. And we, you know, people are living here. If you, if you, if you drive through Ventura County, you'll see places sh- shutting down, big ones, small ones. Uh, and, you know, with, uh, with the tax cut, it was a huge help. But California doesn't want to take advantage of that. They want to wow. be against that. They want to socialize everything and raise everything to the to the max. Well, you know, our farmers here are having a hard time. You know, they're, they, they they can't hire people the right way. Uh, they're not allowed to. They're being pushed against the wall, and that goes on with everybody else. So I want to cut the regulation, business regulations, a lot lower, so mm-hmm. people are allowed to open up business. And also, we have to put the money where it belongs. Like these programs for homelessness. Uh, they don't do anything. I mean, some of some of the places don't have the, the, the enough facilities to 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 have them stay there. Uh, people are taking advantage of a lot of programs. Uh, there just has to be a, a, a refresh start from everything. And uh, I, I think in Congress, um, I know in Congress, I'm going to do a lot to make sure that people in Ventura County are not coming here to be homeless, but they're coming here to to start a business to start a family. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I ran for Congress in Connecticut too, which is you know equally as socialist as California. And one of the things that people don't understand is, well, well, I'm, I'm running for Congress in California. Well, great, that's nice. You don't, you know, people think that what are you going to do for me here locally? And it's a federal job. And the issue is, is President Trump really hasn't spent a lot of time in California because it's so hostile to him. So by someone like yeah. you coming into office, you can actually bring some of those federal resources back into your district and that's what i want people to understand is you know putting you in office in a federal position from california especially a place north of malibu is going to yeah. uh is going to help bring federal resources also bring positive constructive influence from dc back to your state especially with potus yeah you know we haven't had a leader here who sat down with everyone all the all the districts i mean really get together and find out with the, with, with the locals too. And, you know, from Westlake village all the way down to Camarillo to Oxnard to Ventura, you know, I hang out with everybody, all the business owners, big ones, the small ones. I talk to the police officers, the fire department, you know, I was endorsed by the sheriff's department because they know how much I adore the police, the police force all the way around from the military and everybody across the board. We have to do more because in one way we have the law enforcement who's not allowed to do their job. You know the whole ICE situation, but also locally too, with the with the you know AB 109, and Prop 47, and 57. These these are really dangerous, dangerous uh, uh, policies that have affected so many people. And you know AB 109, which is prisoner early release, was built and designed 
by my opponent when she was in the assembly. Julia Brownlee was in the assembly in Sacramento. She was so bad at her job and so bad to the staff that she was kicked out and sent down here to Ventura County when it was redistricted. Jesus. And when it was redistricted, she knew she was going to get Oxnard. When she got Oxnard, the reality is she gets a lot of illegal votes, and that's how she wins these elections. And then she stays in Santa Monica for the entire time, doesn't come out here because she doesn't spend time. She's very, very much against being part of this community because she's never here. Mm-hmm. It's just disgraceful. And um, so I'm, I'm very much the opposite of that. I, I don't come in with a plan to say, well, I'm going to do this. I'm the politician. I got the degree and I got the... no, no. I come in and I find out from my community what they need. Because my job as a politician is to go to, Sac- to, to, go to Washington, D.C. Thank God I don't have to go to, to Sacramento. To go to Washington, <laughs> D.C. and say, my community needs this, this, and that. So you guys have to make sure that's what they need. And that's what they're going to get. Uh, whereas, you know, my opponent is the least effective congressperson in Congress in six years. She has no policy. She has nothing. Uh, and so i got to stand up. You know, my community needs better. And we're going to do better in November. We're going to stand up and we're going to vote. And we're going to vote, 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 vote. And we're going to win a lot of seats in, in, in November because it's important for the rest of the country. California is one of the 50 states. Nice. Well, I, here's some. You were talking about regulation. California, we know that they're the king of regulation. Um, is the, yeah. this, the big thing in the news today is these 3D guns being printed. Now, I know for a fact that in, well, not anymore, but, you know, two years ago in California, you used to be able to legally print. Uh, AR-15 lowers with one simple part that all you had to do was take a screwdriver and punch it out. You were legally allowed to do that unserialized, um, and that was with you know current plans on the internet that's been available for 20 years. Now you have these 3D guns basically open to the public. What's your take on the ability to print guns? Where are you at on 2A? Uh, talk to us a little bit about that. Well, the, the 3D the 3D printed guns were, were legal regardless of the outcome of the case. And... Uh... And, and 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 the 3D printed guns were 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 widely available online anyway. Yeah. Uh, they're misleading everything, and it, it never comes down to the real stuff. You know, there, there's always a catch. You know, yeah. when they sell something, a program, there's always a catch. When they sell something about guns, it's not about protecting the American people. It's about you in individual interests, your private interests, your donors. You know what you're fighting for. It's never about the people. If they only explain it the right control. way, and that's why I stand for. Yeah, it's about controlling the people. It's about ultimately, and you know this better than anybody. It's about taking the guns away from the American people. They've done it in Australia. They've done it in so many other. places. They've done it in England. Look at look at the crime that's going on there. Yeah, violent crime is one this of the highest in right. the world. Exactly. This is our right. Our, our amendments were, were were built by people a lot smarter than us long time ago in America, and they said someday you guys are going to screw everything up so much. By, by having these amendments, we're protecting your future and the rest of your life. And uh, so we got to stand up for that. It's always about something else. You know, when we had these incidents in schools and everything else, why don't they talk about Chicago? Why don't they talk about the murder and the killing that's happening every single day? It's like everything else. It's never about the cause. It's about their personal cause. Right. Uh, and, um, and so, yeah, this, this is about ultimately getting control of the american people and it's not going to happen in my county and it's not going to happen in america thank god we have a president who regardless what you think about the guy he's working day in and day out for the american people to make sure that america is first and stays first forever yeah and uh, we had a president in the past president obama who made sure that america was going to be just like every other country in the world and that's not who we are we stand up 
We fight. We protect everyone. We go where no one wants to go and take care of it. Mm -hmm. We're doing the same thing in Ventura County. We're fighting against socialism, and we're going to win in, in, in November because America and the flag deserves better. Yeah, and, and that's something, too, is is the voting system. The president's been really hard on this. He hit it the other night at his rally down in Florida, is you know making sure that p- the people who are voting are the right people, are the people who should be voting and not those who shouldn't. You know, recently the, the left's push has been, hey, you know what, voting, you know, let's have universal voting, no IDs. You can just come in and vote for whoever you want. Doesn't matter who you are. We'll just we'll just trust you. And their argument is that, well, it's racist to require someone to have an ID. Well, by that same logic, then it's racist to make somebody require you know get a get a pistol it's permit. Racist. Yeah, they, they they are so ignorant. You know the guy, the people, everyone on the left, and, and they're so unfair and they're so against this country. There's nothing racial about that. It's it's the law. The same thing happens at the border. It's the same thing with everything else that they're trying to do. It's never about that. It's about the law. And because they want to use this race card all the time, listen, we've heard it with President Obama for eight years. It was always about, you know, if you said anything about President Obama, you were racist. No, I didn't think the president did a good job. The facts (laughs) stay there. He did not do a good job. He's one of the worst presidents, not the worst president, because of the color of his skin, is because of his mentality and because he was a socialist and because of everything else he did. Right now, we have a president who wants to protect the American people, and he's called a racist. Yeah. Give me, give me an example of 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 that, and, and they they can never do that. And um, so I, I go beyond that because I'm an immigrant. I came here legally in 1985 with my family. We're proud of that that we never took a dime from this country. You know, there was a program. You know, when you when you enter this country, especially in the 80s, you have to sign a form that said you're not going to take anything from this country, which means you're gonna you're gonna pay your you know you're gonna pay your dues. You're gonna do everything right in the five years. Mm-hmm. If you're fortunate enough, you'll have a chance to be legalize and become an American citizen. Yeah. But don't take any welfare programs. Now it's the opposite. They pass all these laws, and when you come here legally or illegally, you can take any programs you want, you can take money from the American people, and the American people are always last. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. It's crazy. We've got to close the border. We've got to do everything we can to protect our neighbors, our counties, our state, and our country. Yeah, and that's only going to be preserved by you know making sure the people who are actually supposed to be here are voting. I want to go over a quick statistic here. You know, this is all based on the coverage that you know President Trump did that whole rally, and the headline was that Trump doesn't understand how grocery stores work because he said if you go into a grocery store, you need an ID. Well, to buy alcohol, to get a prescription, okay. to get you know anything like that is. I mean, look, we all know what he meant, yeah. but that's the difference between the mainstream media and people like us is we give the president the benefit of the doubt, whereas they immediately will jump down anything. Only 3% of black people in this country don't have a government ID. That's, you know, there's 37 mm-hmm. million black people. 3% of 37 million is a little over a million people. A million black people in this country do not have ID. So, but counter that to 2% of white people don't have government ID. So 190 to 200 million people, white people in America, 2% of that. It's about 4 million people in this country, white people don't have government ID. So 3.5 times as many white people don't have a government ID, and somehow yet it's still racist to require. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's the most ridiculous yeah, it's not, it's not about that. I don't even when they bring that up, and, and I can't wait to have a debate or many debates with my opponent, which she's she's probably never going to do because she's scared. She's a really awful debater, and she doesn't know her facts because she doesn't live here. I don't need notes. I don't need to look at my notes to, to, to answer every question. I, I know because I've been here 16 years, but that's besides the point. 
what we're, what we're talking about here is if you got to vote for somebody, you got to come in and show who you are. All right? yeah. And just end, the, end, end of that story, because what they do is they've been doing this for such a long time. You know, for 30 years, the legislature in Sacramento has been run by socialists, by liberal socialists. And look where we're at. We're $200 billion in debt in California. They could say Jesus. whatever they want. It's the highest, you know, it's the most productive state, blah, 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 blah. Well, we have more people living on the streets. We have people living out of out of anything in, in, the, in the state. It's ridiculous. You ban straws? Uh, ruined cities. Drugs. Oh, we also have, yeah, the thing, we have drugs, we have the gas tax, which is coming up, which is ridiculous. You've got to vote, vote on six, which is uh, to repeal the gas tax. You've got to do that. But What is, the, what is a gas vote, for a gallon there? You know, well, we're about over three. Uh, in some places, even close to four. Jeez. Uh, and if, if, if we're looking this realistically, and this is their mentality, you know, because the thing is you need to drive a car in California. There's no transportation whatsoever. Right, right, right. They, they have ruined the state. So, you know, you can't take a bus from A to B. I mean, the, the streets are destroyed in, the, in Los Angeles. Certain counties have better money uh, laundering because I call it money laundering. They, they give money to this person, but then the county next to it doesn't have it. Whatever. <laughs> the streets have been fixed here in a long time. They just pick and choose. But before it was, we're going to take the money for the gas tax and fix the roads. Then they changed it. Then they said, well, we're going to take the money and do whatever we want, which means nobody gets anything in return. Mm -hmm. But the roads have been destroyed for a long time. But if we're looking at it realistically, by the beginning of the year, we're looking at about $5 a gallon. That's insane. I mean, that's the, you know, the the liberal disdain for the middle America, the average working man, the blue collar who they claim to represent so much. This is where it hurts. Their policies on on fuel is is disgusting. Yeah, it's it's disgusting, and what they're doing to my fishermen, what they're doing to uh, our farmers, what we're what they're doing to our truck drivers, uh, in the state, over regulating, over this, over that. How about you turn it around and you give more to the American people? And if you come here illegally, from all over the world, I don't care where you come here from illegally, you got to be sent back to your country. All right, because we have an open door. We have a way to come in here legally. There's millions of people who are trying to come in here mm-hmm. and waiting in line. What about them? So we have to protect the American. We have to follow the law, basically. So if you do anything against the law, then you're breaking something, and you got to pay the price. And that's how it goes, and that's how it's going to be in my county. Law and order and making sure that the American people who are coming to my county mm-hmm. are being taken care of in a sense. We'll give you a hand in a sense. You can open up business, but it's up to you to take care of it. It's up to you to follow the law. And right. if you break the law, there's consequences. That's just common sense. And they don't have common sense because they want to use the American people to get richer in Sacramento. They want to get richer in their, with their private interests and all that uh-huh. stuff. And they don't care one bit for the American people What's at all. A- the Democrats do not care for America at all. Well, that's like uh, Maxine Waters. I mean, I know she's in your neck of the woods. Her, she's under fire right now for her daughter yeah. receiving like six hundred thousand dollars in payments for her mailers company. I mean, they've enriched them. She doesn't yeah, even live in the exactly. district, and her district is falling apart. I, I've said it before. There's certain people in, in in Congress and in the Senate who are Democrats who should be behind bars. Maxine Waters is one of them. They say, "Why? Why? Why? Why?" Did you see her constituents living on the streets? The homeless situation in Los Angeles mm-hmm. is disgusting what they're doing. I was, you know, I, I go to downtown from, from time to time, but I really don't take the time to go there because in no, 1985, you. that place is a hellhole. I mean, you have the Staples Center, you have, but around it, there's people living on the street. There's trash everywhere. Nobody even thinks about cleaning it up 
or doing anything about it. They just let it flow and get worse and worse and worse. People in California, it's not okay to live on the street. And we got to make sure that it's not allowed. So it means if you come here and you have good hopes, you get a job and you take care of yourself and you contribute to the rest of the country. In Los Angeles, they're destroying the place down. You have the Staples Center, you have downtown, which is beautiful hotels, and around everywhere there's people living on the streets everywhere, everywhere. And Skid Row, let's not forget about that. They spend $700 million on homelessness, and Skid Row is getting worse and worse and worse. So yeah. obviously money's not the issue, and uh, but we got to do more, my friend. Let's say California deserves so much, so much more. It used to be the state where everybody used to come. Now everybody leaves this place. They go everywhere else but here, yeah. and uh, I want to change it. Well, even I, if it's a little county like Ventura, I'm okay with it. One county at a time. Yeah. Well, I wanna, one last thing I want to hit with you is, you know, uh, Brian Stelter, the CNN guy, he says, it says more Trump is more and more, Trump and his supporters are more and more of a hate movement. It seems like they, you know, the, the proper, yeah. <laughs> we're the, the love movement. Exactly. Well, that's no, the thing. It's the, it's the hate against the American press. And I responded. I said, no, 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 no. It is, you know, this is this is the average American responding to your BS. This is the average American saying that we're sick and tired of you reporting 98% negative on a guy that has done more for the average American than any other president since Reagan. I mean, what do you say to that? Yeah. Well, I say to everyone, there's a movie coming out this week. It's a documentary. But Denise D'Souza, okay? It's Love Death the guy. of a Nation. I, I, I say this. This movie should be shown to every teenager, every high school in the country, especially in California. It should be enforced to see it, period. Mm-hmm. Because people that need to understand about the history, what's going on with the Democratic Party, and their association with KK, and association with George Soros, and all these people that the most regular folks don't understand what's going on. The Democratic Party does not care for America at all, period. This year, or anytime you're ready to vote, never vote Democratic. I tell all my Latino friends in Oxnard and all over my county, do not ever vote for them. They don't care about you. They use you. You are their slaves. This is slavery of our time, mm-hmm. and we can't let that happen. We, the Republicans, follow the law, and we want what's best for America, not the worst like they do. So, we, we got to do more, man, and uh, this is the time to do it. We're going to fight this all the way to the end, and we're going to win because it's ridiculous how they turn everything around, uh, and it's all on them. This time it's yeah. all on them, and they're doing so many crazy things that people are going, you know what, enough is enough. We, we don't want to vote Democratic yeah. anymore. You're, you're seeing it. I mean, states that are uh, Republican are doing better than states that are Democrat, period. All of them, every one of them. Every city that is run by Republicans is doing better. Every state is doing better, uh, and, you know, Every other one is falling apart, and uh, I can't let that happen in Ventura County ever, ever, ever. Yeah. Well, how do people support your campaign? Well, I, I ask everyone to go to VoteAntonio.com, and uh, that's where you can donate to the cause, to the campaign. Like I said, this is not about me. This is about Ventura County. If you care about Ventura County, if you live in Ventura County, go to VoteAntonio.com and uh, donate as much as you can or as little as you can it doesn't matter the more the better and then in november when we're ready to vote november 6th you go out there and vote republican all the way across the board yep well and you tell your opponent i'd love to have her on this show i'd love to have a little chat with her she's not gonna come (laughs) she's not gonna come every remember every single show that i've been on and i've been hundreds of shows for a year okay she's been asked to go either before me or after me she's no every single time so julia brownie if you're listening to this Go on TV once in a while. Represent your county if you have the guts. 
because you've never been on TV in six years talk about it. You never talked about, you know, we had an incident of a homeless guy killing a parent while he was having dinner with his five-year-old daughter in Ventura County. She was stabbed, and she didn't even go to the city county. I was there. I, I talked to these families, crying on my shoulders, saying, you know what, you got to do more. We got to do more to protect the people. She wasn't there. She's not part of this county. So this November, Julia Brownlee, stay in Santa Monica. Don't ever come back to Ventura. We don't want you here. Excellent. Well, there you have it. Antonio Sabato Jr. Thanks so much. Thank you, pal. Folks, make sure you follow us at Carl Higby on Twitter or go to www.libertyandcocktails.com. We want to hear from you. If you are a fan of the show, maybe we'll have you on. This is Liberty and Cocktails. Mm-hmm.